Hey guys, it's Giselle from Asian Pop Weekly. You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere on Indigo. So, buddy, welcome <laughs> to our show. So, this is going to be aired on Everywhere and Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so excited to have you. I've already explained how I'm such a big fan of yours already. <laughs> but do you want to do a quick introduction to our listeners of who you are and like what your music's like? Yeah. So, my name is Birdie. I am based in Sydney, Australia. I'm an indie, alternative and electronic pop artist and I'm here to be performing in Singapore on my Asia tour. Nice. We're so excited to be able to see you live as well. But I wanted to touch on the first thing, which was your name is Birdie Wang Wei, right? Mm-hmm. Which to me, the moment I saw that, I think I already shared with you just now, like I saw it on this lineup. And it was the Australian lineup, right? Yeah. And when I saw the Chinese characters, I was like taken aback. I was like, who is this? I need to find out who this artist is, right? And so I just wanted to know, like, how did you come up with the... Was it very intentional to include your, like, English and Chinese name when you started, like, making music? Yeah, so I wanted to incorporate my Chinese name with my English name um, as growing up being a mixed cultured um, kid I never really embraced my culture especially growing up in a country town where mm-hmm. it was very rare to mm-hmm. see other mixed kids yeah. um, and so I did struggle a lot with you know my identity and, and embracing my culture and, and mm-hmm. who I was and so as I got older I realised I love who I am. Like, I love my culture. I love, you know, that I can... Yeah, I love all that. So I wanted to, I guess, you know, be... I wanted to show that I'm really proud to Mm. be part Chinese and and to have that a part of my identity and as an artist and as a person, so... For sure. I think that's beautiful and, like, it's never too late. Right, yeah, to exactly. be proud of like who you are and exactly. like you grew up in like a small town like so not yeah. in Sydney no so oh, okay. I grew up in a town called Parks okay um, at the time it had around maybe 10 15,000 people wow so yes very small yeah um, and I like it did have its advantages mm-hmm. as well as disadvantages like every other place that you would mm-hmm. live in um, but yeah, I guess one of the things I did struggle with was, you know, how I would fit in and yep. feeling as though I'm an outcast and yep. not being able to resonate and connect with other people because there wasn't as many mixed people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, moving to Sydney in the city um, to start my music career, mm-hmm. it really allowed me to, you know, reflect on who I am and take yep. the time to to reconnect, you know, mm-hmm. with my culture. For sure. I mean, I totally understand that because, like, I come from Perth and yeah. it's such a, not not as small as 10,000, 10, 15,000 people, but, like, when I first moved there, I, I had the same kind of feeling. Yeah. Like, there weren't that many people that looked like me around and, yeah. you know, you were so young and, like, not sure how to articulate, like, that discomfort you're feeling. Yeah. So I totally get, like, that yeah. third culture, like, kid mentality. Yeah. How has that, like, influenced, like, your music in particular? I think it's definitely influenced my music in a lot of ways that I can articulate but also can't. Mm -hmm. So in a sense that I grew up being very exposed to a lot of different, you know, things. So for example, like my parents, my mum being Malaysian Chinese, my dad being Greek and Russian, having so much culture 
um, really opened my eyes that there are different lifestyles, there's different ways mm-hmm. of doing things and mm-hmm. being and, and perceiving things in life. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I wanted to you naturally put that into my music and be open to different ideas and experimenting on creating different kinds of music and things like that and not limiting myself in a box so I think that's definitely you know been a huge impact through my creativity Mm -hmm. um, through my you know mentality as Mm -hmm. well and I think in unintentional subconscious ways it's probably you know helped me and yeah I I don't know but it's it would have definitely helped for sure I I think I can definitely see how it's like like being expressed in your music not only through like the themes that you talk about Mm -hmm. and the way you talk about it but even like you know being here right now yeah um, I know you just came back from touring like Jakarta Manila and for me like as someone who understands like both how Asia's like music industry works and a little bit about Australia it's very rare to have an Asian Australian artist to really focus on this market because as you know Australia is such a like insular market right you know everyone's all about oh like let's go east and then if after you go east and then you go like to US I don't know you know so what was it that like was it how has it been for you like touring in Manila Jakarta and like was that a very intentional decision for you as well to like I want to like explore Asia as part of like my focus as an artist yeah definitely it definitely was intentional I think the fact that I released a couple of songs um, including Keeping Love it really got a lot of love and appreciation from all around Asia Mm -hmm. so Vietnam Thailand Hong Kong Singapore Japan Um, Philippines Mm -hmm. it was just so overwhelming and it was so but so like it's just a special moment Mm -hmm. because I felt like oh wow like being you know part Asian and then seeing that love being reciprocated it was just like oh my gosh so I felt like I just needed to go and to show like I really do appreciate the love and the support that I'm getting and I am willing to go out and to you know to perform for you guys live and to meet you guys and connect with you guys Mm -hmm. face to face you know for sure um so it definitely was intentional Mm -hmm. and being in the Philippines and Jakarta and especially for the first time as Mm -hmm. well um was just such a great experience like yeah. yeah. Like every time I think about it, I've just got a big grin Aww. on my face because it was just so wonderful. Yeah. The people there are just so beautiful mm-hmm. and welcoming. And one thing I've definitely realised is that they they just genuinely, purely support music. Yeah. Like you can just feel it, you yeah. see it, they will do anything to show their support and love and that's it just means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially like for you as an artist coming from overseas, um, and also like being like an emerging artist, like the kinds of people that work with you and want to like meet you and stuff they must really like love your music if not I think like they wouldn't they wouldn't like come into your space otherwise do Do you have any like core memories that you've made like on your tours um, especially in Jakarta and Manila that you would like to share with us I think a core memory was when I performed at the Wish 107.5 bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I performed on the bus. Yeah, I performed on the oh, bus. Cool. I, <laughs> I know, it was so interesting. I was, was it like, a working bus? It was 
it? Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, it was like an actual bus like that can like drive around and move in that. Um, and I was just like, one, I've never performed like, you know, radio stations and that mm-hmm. in the Philippines. Two, I've never performed on a bus. <laughs> and then three, seeing the amount of people that were like outside of the windows that mm. were watching oh, right. and enjoying it and then going out to then meet them and greet them and yeah. and it was just like a movie yeah it was yeah it was really surreal like it was like a I'm movie sure. just, everyone was there just being like oh i want a photo and mm-hmm. like they're just showing so much love and support and like i was like wow like yeah amazing definitely ingrained in my brain yeah awesome (laughs) when you were like I mean even not when you were like touring Asia but in general like in your discovery of your identity and all that have you found any like Asian artists that like you really resonate with and like maybe even like want to work with in the future I definitely want to work with Denise Julia Mm -hmm. and she's I'm pretty sure she's based in the Philippines Mm -hmm. um she seems really really cool um, there are a couple of other artists as well. No, there are definitely artists out there that I, I would love to work and collaborate with mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We look forward to that. <laughs> More like collaborations from you. Because I think most of your music so far has been like solo, right? Yeah, yeah. most of them have been, yeah, mostly solo. In terms of like having artists singing with me. Mm definitely solo but in terms of production wise mm. I do tend to collaborate a lot with yeah. a wide variety mm. of people so I think that's like very like clear in your music because like um, listening through your catalogue like you've been releasing stuff since 2020 and I feel like um, your style and your mu- your musical style has like evolved a lot over time like what was that journey like for you up until like you released like your debut EP this year on my own yeah I think it's been a very eye-opening and insightful journey Mm -hmm. going through with it at the start of when I started making music I didn't really have any direction or idea of specifically you know what I wanted to put out what I wanted to do it Mm -hmm. was very organic and natural Mm -hmm. Um, and then I guess throughout the years of progressing and going overseas to songwrite and collaborate with people I love to go in with just an open mind of being okay I want to see what they will bring to the table Mm. and what I can bring and how we can blend that Mm -hmm. and infuse to create something that people have never really heard of but still remain as oh that's a birdie track so it definitely has been challenging at times Mm -hmm. in the sense that I want it to still remain authentic and true to me mm-hmm. um, but still also finding my sound yeah. but I think overall I I know that whatever I make whatever kind of style or genre it is it will always remain authentic and true to me in the way that I compose and, and write and mm-hmm. I guess how it sounds textually so, yeah I think like yeah it's it becomes a little bit difficult when you get all like in your head about it as yeah, well and sometimes yeah. it just comes down to like do is this something that i resonate with right now because yes. like that's the the best way to represent yourself as an artist is like to be yourself at Definitely. any stage of like your journey right Definitely. so you just released your ep this year on my own can you share a little bit about like 
this milestone, like this yeah. milestone EP. It's, there's so many bangers on it. Me and Alyssa oh. like love it. We're just like, oh, every single track is like amazing. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think the EP in itself is just a package that reflects on uh, the solo traveling I did last year around um, Europe and mm-hmm. America. So I wrote mostly about, I guess, realizations, experiences, emotions, things that I went through during that time. Mm -hmm. So one of the songs being Dreams is about how I felt like at that time my life was literally a dream. Like Mm -hmm. it felt like I wasn't living because I was doing everything that I've always dreamed of Mm -hmm. doing, which is to travel, to meet new people, to make music and just live my life so that's being one and I guess other songs are being about yeah as I said just realizations and things that I saw and felt people I met and it's just practically me being on my own yeah yeah. um and living my life Mm -hmm. yeah cool yeah you wrote all the songs like by yourself I I co-wrote mm-hmm. with a lot of the songs, mm-hmm. um, so I've worked with many various um, producers and songwriters. Um, so with my recent latest song, Best Mistake I Never Made, I wrote that one with a couple of producers, mm-hmm. um, Okan, Vodka, I know, <laughs> his producer's name is Vodka, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, Robin Howell and Nifty, mm-hmm. and they're based in Newcastle in England. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, so it's all like spread out. International yeah, collabs. Yeah, it's nice. very cool, very interesting. Awesome. Do you want to share a little bit about like your new single, Best Mistake I Never Made? Like, what's the story yeah. behind that yeah, one? Yeah, sure. So, Best Mistake I Never Made is about uh, a past relationship. Um, or maybe a situation <laughs> should we say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> and um, he wanted like another chance, and I knew as much as my my emotional side wanted to say yes. Logically, I knew that it was better for me to, you know, have that healthy boundary and say no mm-hmm. and put myself first for yeah. once. Yeah. And by doing that. I looking back now I feel like there's been a lot of doors and opportunities and things that have been opened because I've now invested a lot of my focus and time into myself mm-hmm. and so looking back I'm like wow it's the best mistake that I never made mm-hmm. I never made that like you mistake. don't regret it yeah I don't regret it yeah you know which means it was the right thing exactly to do. exactly yeah Amazing. and I think it also reflects on how just in general as people we always focus on the mistakes we do make in life Mm -hmm. and we always just like you know feel so down and we beat ourselves up over it Mm -hmm. but I think we need to take a moment every now and then to realize the mistakes we didn't make Mm -hmm. and be proud of where we are now in life because of that for sure oh my god you're so optimistic (laughs) (laughs) I really try (laughs) I just feel that like from all your music like yes your style has like evolved a lot like musically um, and I know like right now it's in this like lucid hazy space which I really really love and but I feel like in your lyrics like you're always very very like 
like inward facing you know like yeah. I mean everyone has a different like different things that inspire them other people are like you know other people's stories but I feel like for you it's a lot about like your personal like growth like you yeah. feel like when you're like looking into yourself you're like wow yeah. this was something like it's a new milestone yeah and I love that so much thank you yeah I think that me just as a person like I'm very like that as much as I'm very extroverted and confident I also am introverted at the same yeah. time where I do think a lot and daydream and I do think of things and and I think just as humans we should always like think of how we are as humans and how we behave and how we think our patterns our habits and that and yeah. that really does you know impact on how we are so I think it's exactly. really important I think that's why I write mostly about things like that yeah amazing so we have one last question for you yeah. um what kinds of music like did you listen to growing up and like what are some of your musical influences like now Growing up, I went through a lot of phases. Mm-hmm. I went through the whole pop punk phase. I went through a little bit of like a scream phase. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Um, growing up, when I, I played piano, mm-hmm. I played classical. So I went yep. through classical era. Um, a little bit of jazz, mm-hmm. like Billie Holiday, Elephant yep. Gerald. Yep. Um, I went through an alternative, like, kind of angsty teen phase. So a lot of Lana Del Rey, yeah. The XX, The Neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Um, then kind of, like, a bit of rap. So, like, J. Cole, Kendrick, Kanye. So it's like... I'm loving this. Blend, yeah, I'm really like loving this. A lot like of in... different stuff. Um, awesome. But I would say, like, what influences me at the moment... Off the top of my head of, you know, the biggest artist that really touched me and I've listened to for a long time is probably Georgia Smith, Mm -hmm. Lana Del Rey, Billy Martin. um, Who else? I love that they're all, like, female artists. Yeah. Yes. Girl power. Just have a little bit of something in there. It's just something. It's just something, like, different, you know. It's different. It's resonates <laughs> on a deeper level <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but um oh i would definitely say still woozy as well mm-hmm. so he's an australian um artist and he's very like organic and very indie mm-hmm. so i definitely would say that he's influenced a lot of my awesome. stuff especially my earlier music yeah. nice yeah. i love that it's so diverse and i think it it also speaks a lot about like your background and like how you've come from such diverse like cultures and how you're able to like switch perspectives and I look forward to seeing like even more of that in your music coming up what would you say like is next for you that you would like to share so after this Asia tour um, I will be doing a national tour as a supporting act for a band called Safia Oh yes. So I'll be going around Australia touring mm. and then I'll also be performing at a festival in Australia called Lost Paradise for New yep. Year's Eve. So that'll be very exciting. Um, and I think just a lot more releases, a lot more singles and then potentially, you know, maybe my next EP. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us here, buddy. Like we're so excited about like what's to come for you. <laughs> And enjoy the rest of your trip in Singapore. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. <laughs> hey guys, it's Giselle from Asian Pop Weekly.
You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere.